Welcome to the J Crypto Audio Experience. First off, thanks for coming. Second off, I want to congratulate you for investing in the education of blockchain, cryptocurrency, NFTs, decentralized finance, all those terms that when you first hear you go, what the hell does that mean? Blockchain is a technology shift, guys. Once in a lifetime opportunity. This is Malibu beachfront property, $1,000 per the acre. Now, to take advantage of it properly, you got to invest in that education. And that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for. So let's learn together. What is up, guys? This is Jay Crypto once again. And for today's podcast, I'm going to do something a little bit different. So usually I just upload my YouTube videos onto my podcast. But today I wanted to share some thoughts with you guys that are only going to be exclusively offered here on the podcast. And the reason for this format is because my YouTube tends to be very visual So what I might do is I may just put a little bit of a picture on top of this audio and post on my YouTube and um, do something like that. I don't know. I'll see what you guys, you know, maybe I'll test some stuff out and see what you guys say about it. But today's podcast is super special and it's it's a very important thought process that um, I've been going through about blockchains and decentralization. Now, in the entire ethos of blockchain and with everybody that I talk to about blockchain, with everybody that I listen to about blockchain, because I do listen to the major YouTubers, I I go on to Decrypt and Crypto Briefing and some of these blog sites and Cointelegraph, and I just sit there for hours and hear different points of views from all these different authors, writers, content creators. Now, I've tried to really accumulate as many viewpoints as possible from people in the traditional financial system, people in the untraditional financial system, and boil it all down and make my own kind of take on things. So what I wanted to talk to you guys about is there's this growing debate on what it's going to look like. Meaning, is there going to be one blockchain? Is there going to be a bunch of blockchains? And what's the deal? Like, why, why is it important to know about Zillica when Ethereum's around? And I think a lot of people are making a big mistake right now. And we can look back at this in a few years, and I might be right, I might be wrong. But what I, what I think is going to happen, guys, what I, think is, <laughs> what I think is happening is I think decentralization is playing out. We're so used to a centralized framework. We're just so gosh darn used to it. I mean, we encourage like not having monopolies, but especially in America right now, there are a bunch of monopolies. There's tech monopolies. And yeah, there's subcategories that will compete against these tech monopolies, I guess. However, Amazon is still the biggest player when it comes to retail, you know? And eBay is still the biggest player when it comes to auctions on retail. And Apple is still the biggest player when it comes to to phones. So what I think we're used to is a centralized entity winning, beating out all the competition. But what I've realized about blockchain, what I've realized after studying projects like Polkadot and Cosmos that kind of encouraged interoperability 
what I've realized by being in the telegrams of so many different projects that are all doing different things and aiming to be, you know, maybe start on Binance Smart Chain and then migrate on over, migrate on over to something like Ethereum or Polygon, which is a little bit more, you know, user friendly at the moment than Ethereum due to the lower gas fees and speed of transactions. So here's the thing. What I've realized, guys, is that a decentralization playing out may just mean what it means. Where we have a bunch of competitive blockchains that are all kind of looking at each other, taking pieces of each other, trying to improve. And they all have different things. They all have different ecosystems. And now you can just go pick and choose which one you want. What if there wasn't really a threat? What if there, (laughs) this is going to sound crazy. What if there wasn't a threat to blockchains? What if web, you know, when the, uh, all these guys like, you know, Mark Cuban and Gary Vaynerchuk, who are incredibly intelligent and nothing but respect for them. But they do equate blockchain to the web kind of services back in like 2000 or or the dot-com bubble, I think. Now, I was much too young for that. Maybe you were, maybe you weren't. Maybe you were around. Maybe you can tell me in in the comments below or if you're on the podcast, then, you know, I don't know. But if you were there, if you weren't there, my point is, I think when we take layer one, meaning blockchain, like smart contract platforms. And we say, oh, wait, this might be a different animal because it's kind of like, it's not like, uh, it's not even really like a search engine, if you think about it. Because yeah, Google won. People say, oh yeah, well, Google was the search engine. But you can look the same site up on Google that you can on Yahoo right? Whether you're on Yahoo or Google, you can look the exact same site up. But a blockchain, though you may have a a fork or a copy, if you don't know what a fork is, it's like, if you take a decentralized financial app like Aave. So Aave goes over to Polygon. Now, it's called something else. It looks a little different. That's a fork. So the team says, okay, we're going to move to Polygon 2. We're going to also have our Ethereum app, but we're also going to have a Polygon thing running. That's a fork. So in other words, it's not the same website. So what I'm, what I'm kind of saying is maybe people will choose based on what the ecosystem is like. I was listening to a, <laughs> it's funny because Something, something's got me into researching Tron lately. And I was listening to this thing by the CEO of Tron, um, Justin Sun. And I was listening to a whole big, you know, article by him and this guy. And they're just talking about basically Justin's son and Tron and how he, he's like 29 years old and he like created this great company and whatnot. And he was talking about meme culture. And it was interesting because 
he, he said something that I think a lot of us are thinking where it's like, if, uh, you know, if a project has a good meme culture, if they're, if you're, if you've ever been, if you haven't been inside a telegram, if you're newer to crypto, I encourage you to pick a project and go into their telegram. Like just, just download telegram. You won't regret it. Some very smart people are going to be saying things. You don't even have to say anything. You can just read what they say and just observe because there's going to be people that are brand new to crypto like you saying stuff that is probably uneducated, random, maybe ridiculous. And maybe you do like a few, maybe you do a few really big projects. But each, each telegram I'm in has their own kind of culture. Do they put their announcements as pinned messages? Do they have a voice chat to discuss marketing plans? I've even been in some telegrams where they, they do things like planned, you know, shilling, right? where they like basically go on to the biggest sites and just, just post the project's name. And I won't, I won't say which projects, but they just post the project's name in the comment section on the biggest YouTubers, live streams and things like that. It's called planned shilling. It's kind of uh, more... You know, I guess you, it, I mean, I might, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it's a shady practice because there's a lot of people that do it, but it kind of is. It's like a planned attack, but it's also marketing and it's the current way of marketing and they do memes against their, you know, opposition and whatever. And it's, um, it's really funny. And I think that it's just an, uh, homage to the original Bitcoin culture that was laid out. And it's interesting, meme culture. So like Justin Stone was saying, if a if a telegram has healthy meme culture where their memes are representative of, of the project and they're funny and people are into them and they're posting gifts and they're creating memes, it's actually a very healthy sign of the project's community. It means that people are into it. And I thought that, that was pretty interesting. So where am I going with this? Well, all I'm saying is what I'm kind of seeing the more I learn is that the blockchain might be drastically different than what we're used to um, with, you know, traditional centralized. I mean, a lot of this stuff is centralized. So we're kind of used to that framework. So it's easy to think, oh, well, only a few are going to be the major ones. And maybe that's true. Maybe only a few are going to be the major ones for consumers. But something tells me that that may not be the case. I think you're going to be able to pick and choose which one works best for you. And I think we're going to have a lot of choices. And with interoperability with the, you know, projects that are built on the blockchains, then you're going to be able to use Aave no matter what blockchain you're on. If it's big enough, then they'll just make sure that they fork over to the next blockchain. So if you like the company, the developers behind Aave, if you like the, you know, the way that the governance works and you want to stick with Aave, you're going to have the choice to just on a different blockchain. So what's preventing you from using, using Tron if you like Tron or Ethereum if you like Ethereum? I don't think anything. I think that we're going to be able to use Zillica for XCAD, which is the app that Mr. Beast partnered with. If you don't know who Mr. Beast is, he's like owns the internet. <laughs> he's like the biggest YouTuber in North America. 
And uh, he partnered with this project. They're coming out with some sick stuff. It's, it's really going to revolutionize YouTube. The co-founder of YouTube actually said that the project Mr. Beast partnered with is going to disrupt YouTube. So that's something. It's called XCAD. It's being built on Zillica. So like, I think maybe what Mark Cuban and Gary Vee are right about is that a lot of projects are going to fail. So there's a lot of teams out there and they're developing projects that aren't necessarily blockchains and maybe some really bad blockchains that just aren't run very well will fail. But if, if it's a good blockchain, if it's being, if, if everyone has a lot of integrity, if they got a big push behind it, if it has enough investment to be alive and it, it gets some user adoption or it has some traction or it has a unique little twist on it, I don't see it going away. Because even though I use Binance Smart Chain for most things, I still hop on Polygon. And I'm trying to learn Tron right now. So, I mean, there's just, that's just my take on this. Um, if which blockchain will be the blockchain to win? I think that that's the wrong mentality. I think we need to start being a little bit more, you know, humble in our views because we've never experienced decentralization at scale like this. And there may be reasons why you go to Whole Foods. There may be reasons why you go to stop at like maybe a supermarket. There may be reasons why you go to your local farmer's market. So I think that is how we should look at it. It's going to be just this whole decentralized. It's going to be decentralized because of the bounty of blockchains we can choose from. If we don't like one, if we think one's getting a little too centralized, boom, we can use another. I think it's dangerous for the concept of decentralization if we only wanted one to be the one to win. I think that's ridiculous. And I know that a lot of people have said that. A lot of people say that, you know, oh, well, it's going to be a few blockchains. It's not going to be one. But I wanted to dive deeper into it and kind of explain how I'm relating like decentral, like decentralization at its core. Do you guys <laughs> see what I'm saying? It literally means that there won't be one blockchain. It means that we're going to have a bunch. And as you see with Binance Smart Chain, as you see with Tron, as you see with Cardano, as you see with uh, even Zillica, we're already experiencing these CEOs, these founders taking bits and pieces of each one and kind of making their own better. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but it's amazing. In fact, it's probably the best thing to happen to blockchain because now we're going to have a bunch of ecosystems that are constantly trying to improve, constantly trying to market. And it's very capitalist. It's very entrepreneur. It's, it's really cool. And they all come from different places. So it's going to be interesting how this plays out. So again, I think that the lower cap decentralized apps, a lot of those might fail just because the developers maybe just don't have integrity on some of them. A lot of developers I know have a lot of integrity, so don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that like the ones that will fail probably have some sort of disease or sickness in them or just unfortunately just weren't good enough. And they failed because of that, but that's how it should be. I mean, that's, that's capitalism. And, uh, or maybe they just copied someone. They just copied someone and they didn't follow through on the promises or 
they didn't have the initial creativity to, you know, take that copy and make it valuable while the original project was continued to create value for their users. So that's, that's something that I really wanted to pre- prepare you guys for. And I think it creates this little bit in my mind, at least of, oh, okay. So all I got to do is learn all these blockchains, or at least a lot of them, learn their ecosystems, learn how to operate them. And now I have the tools necessary to move forward and actually utilize blockchain technology. And that's kind of how I look at it because I'm not really worried about a big, like once, like Cardano, once Alonzo is finished, I'm not going to be worried about, and if you don't know what Alonzo is, it's going to create smart, it's going to allow uh, smart contracts to be built on Cardano. I think Alonzo's already kind of started, but I think there's something called Alonzo Black. There's like all these different colors and each color is like a step in the process. Alonzo Black, I believe is the last step. We're going to start seeing things being built onto Cardano. And I'm excited to learn those projects and ecosystems. But a lot of the projects that you like on Binance Smart Chain will just fork over to Cardano if there's a lot of traction on it. That's just what it's going to look like. And they're already doing it with um, even Polygon. And we have the parachain auctions coming up for Kusama. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But... I think the parachains slots will be interesting because I've been learning about those full disclosure and there's a lot more capabilities by owning a parachain slot than I initially believed. So if you, if you're seeing my, my last video, a lot of what I said was accurate, but there's still more juice that I want to give you guys. So I'll get into that in in another video or podcast, but that's what I wanted to tell you guys today. And, uh, those are just some thoughts. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. So if you're worried about, you know, picking the right blockchain to start on, I mean, don't because that's kind of like a lack mindset, in my opinion. And this is not financial advice. I think you got to look at it as, oh, okay, I'm learning how to use decentralized apps like social media for the people that really succeeded and in a business sense were very successful with social media. They started by just learning social media. They started by learning MySpace and then they learn Facebook. And then with every update, they learn that too. And then they learn Snapchat and then maybe they did vines. And by the time the TikTok rolled around, boom, they had all the tools. They knew how to take video pictures, communicate. They knew how to match to the format of what was being like, what tool was being given to them. Like Twitter, for example, Twitter, it's kind of like a different format than Snapchat. So Learning each step of the way just creates this holistic uh, Batman tool belt that now you have things for each different situation to pull out and you kind of understand it as a whole. So I would just start learning. I would watch some of my videos, guys. I would watch some of my podcasts because I get like technical, but not from a developer. So if you're not a developer and you just want to learn how to use blockchain, I'm your guy. Like that's what you guys should be consuming my content for more so it's very utility based for like the average person you don't need like to understand much but um and i'm not even trying to come from it from like an investment point of view on my channel because i'm not a financial advisor i just show you guys what i think is cool and sometimes i'll do some 
crazy price predictions, but that's more for fun and comedy and entertainment. Um, however, I do, I do cover things that I think are innovative and cool, you know? So if you guys like this content, please, uh, keep consuming it and, uh, I'll try to make it very healthy for you guys. So you're consuming nice, healthy and intellectually provoking content. And, uh, we'll keep this train going. So this is Jay Crypto. Thanks so much for joining the show. I appreciate you and take care.